Hey everybody, welcome back to Ty's Tech Line. I'm your host, Tyler Harrington, and thank you so much for being here. Today's the day. It's Dear Monday. So pull up a seat and put up your feet. We'll summarize our week. With your favorite tech geek. And me, Ash. Well, hi Ash. Hi Ty. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, I was like, he's going to say you're still pregnant, but you know that's sensitive subject. <laughs> <laughs> uh well welcome everybody to another episode of dear monday i would just like everybody to know right off the bat that we are struggling over here on fireside drive we are making it happen but we are just I mean, barely making, making it by making it happen is a, an understatement uh, yes <laughs> or maybe that's an overstatement yeah it is rough we surviving out here y'all we are surviving uh baby watch still in effect i think ash we may have started the baby watch a little prematurely (laughs) all the first time all the moms out there are just rolling their eyes and laughing at us because i don't know why we thought that baby watch should start early but technically when you get a full term i think that in your mind you're like yeah yeah it could happen any day now because like technically it could but well, my body was also progressing so much so fast yeah, so but they soon say, i mean all the moms out there like yeah oh yeah but you can be dilated for weeks so anyway still on baby watch but now it's like getting down to the real deal y'all like i think we've been saying that the whole time but, but the days really are dwindling yeah and every day feels like today's the day it's gonna happen <laughs> it's gonna happen and then it doesn't so it is i mean i don't know i sort of feel like we're living in limbo just waiting. No, and I, I know feel that like we're living in legit the twilight zone. Like every day I wake up and I'm like, it's again, the same thing yeah, again. It's hard, but we're out here. We're making it happen. And we're still coming to you for your dear Monday. I honestly was like, Ash, let's just not do it. Let's just wait and let's just postpone it or whatever. But we're committed. We're committed to y'all. We're out here talking about our week, sharing our experiences so let's jump with no into further it. ado let's jump into it with our first dear cue the music dear monday i'm really just wondering does my easter decorations count as spring decorations now too or should i take them down that is the question ash loves to decorate seasonally seasonally she is a very seasonal decorator except we have like decor that lives out year round like i don't change it there's just a few little couple things that when I when we first got married i swear to you for the entire first year of our marriage <laughs> she was making a new wreath or like some sort of a door hanging device it felt like every other week like oh next week is president's day gotta make a president's day wreath like it just felt like it was constant and i don't know i think we got rid of some of them over the years and all that sort of stuff part of that was just like we had more free time back then i think and you like to do crafts so yeah i really that was part of it but ash loves the seasonality of everything we have also 500 we should buy stock in banners that have words on them (laughs) that are seasonal because we have one for every season except okay so this is why i'm really wondering if like my easter decor counts for spring decor because i don't really have anything that says easter except for the happy easter sign that hangs on the the he is risen sign yeah but like bunnies isn't that just really spring i guess 
I don't know. There's... I don't think you need to decorate for spring necessarily, <laughs> but you can do whatever you want. Spring decorates for itself with like leaves. I mean, yeah, leaves and flowers and stuff. Yeah. There's really no, I think the seasonal decorations, I really kind of like center them around upcoming holidays and there's really no holiday coming except for the 4th of July. No, 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 no. This is, we are in full on birthday mode. That's true. Going here on forward. So Ash's birthday is on Thursday. So if you're listening to this on Monday, her birthday is on April 25th. So it's on Thursday. So happy birthday to Ash. Uh, (laughs) We're turning the big 29. It's our last year in our 20s. 20s. I was going to say 30s. In our 20s, which is crazy. And then, but like that week is crazy because like my sister has her birthday. My aunt has her birthday. My grandma has her birthday. Ash has her birthday. Ash is a twin who has her birthday. And there's a slight possibility that potentially we could have a child during this crazy week. So who knows? But then the next month is like my birthday, my brother's birthday, my grandfather's birthday. And like five of our friends have birthdays. And I call this like the birthday stretch, like the end of April through the end of May. So I just decorate for the birthday. And then June is our anniversary. My dad's birthday. And your dad's birthday. My and dad then is... it's the 4th of July. Yeah. And then it's... Uh, well, well your mom's is, birthday. Is in July also. Yeah. yeah. I'm talking about like... Okay, technically my mom's birthday is not a holiday, but y'all are free to celebrate that as well. What are you talking about holidays? I'm talking about holidays. You're oh, talk- you said it's not on a holiday. I'm, I'm just talking about like the next major yeah, yeah, holidays. Yeah. My mom's birthday is not a holiday. Not a holiday. No. Yeah, I'm like, Ty, do you know it's not <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm saying that it's not for most people out there anyway we've gone off the rails here um in terms of i w- okay so the whole point of this whole deer is if my spring decor can if my easter decor can count as my spring decor if i just take down the he no. has risen and happy easter sign sure because i don't even know really, what else there is there's no holiday except for the fourth of july that's coming up besides birthdays but like how do you decorate for a birthday besides oh happy- with our birthday banner of course well yeah we got banners for everything, guys. I'm not joking. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can do whatever you want. I think you should just decorate for a baby. <laughs> okay. Whatever that means. You I mean, put rattles up. <laughs> I, Diapers. I, I mean, we Diaper have. Banner. We always have decorations up. The only time you what you're really changing out is like literally what's on the door, and what else? Like there's like a few places where you'll like swap out a picture frame. Other than that, it's all pretty much the same all the time, right? Yeah. It's true. Anyway. All right. I guess the Easter decor will serve as the spring decor. I'll just remove the banner. I think you just need to have less pressure on yourself to have seasonal decor. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Christmas, yes. Thanksgiving. I but still you even know think Thanksgiving that, is unnecessary because okay. we're not even here for Thanksgiving, but that's neither here nor there. No, it's more fall. And then I do I do like fall decor. I mean, you don't do like St. Patrick's Day decor. <clears throat> I know because I, I made the executive decision. Of <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> you're going to say. Valentine's Day. And then Easter. We were skipping St. Patrick's Day. We don't believe in the Irish. Well, because the only what banner... About Cinco de Mayo? The only banner that I could find was Lucky, and I thought that was weird. <laughs> you don't have to have a banner. <laughs> you have more, there's more to life than just banners. Uh, the moral of the story is I just really love celebrating things, and I want it to be a part of our kid's life, and I think it... Like, I, lo- I love the idea of them remembering that their mom was intentional, and I think that is what... That's why I'm interested in the whole decor seasonal thing. which is really funny because every time we go to my parents house my mom doesn't matter what the holiday is my mom always gives us like a little basket or gift or something that's seasonal and i always think that's so funny yeah but that's what you want to do too ash you want to be a seasonal basket giver or just a seasonal banner hanger <laughs> i mean it's more than banners but 
yeah i just want to celebrate more things in life than just holidays yeah well you can celebrate holidays without a banner but i i see what you're saying <laughs> oh my gosh ty you're all about the banner <laughs> all right you're all about the banner. let's move on all right next up cue the music dear best buy your trading program was probably the best and worst thing that happened to me last week i swung by the other day to trade in some old tech we had lying around something that goes against my principles of tech ownership and my belief in legacy but my resourcefulness got the best of me and i saw an opportunity to get something i've wanted for a really long time and i knew the only way i should let me get it is if i traded this stuff in i guess this is a win-win it still feels so wrong ty i have to admit i don't know if i've ever been more proud of you i think i've never been more disappointed in myself (laughs) (laughs) to be honest with you it is rough out out there okay it's not really rough i am so proud because you were resourceful you wanted something you knew that we didn't need it it was a luxury item yeah it's not that like we could have made it work in the budget but it wasn't a necessary it wasn't necessary and i appreciate that so okay so here's the thing in case you might have missed this this is a little bit of background to this few weeks ago we talked about this in the podcast we had the whole slipper situation where ash bought me a pair of slippers to replace my slippers that were like 15 years old and through that we had a discussion about why i put so much like emotional investment and like sentiment behind physical objects and one of the reasons why i really like to keep things old things is because i think the idea of future generations finding these old like tech products you know and these things that are like unique to this time period i think there's something cool to that like because i have some old cameras that my grandfather passed down to me ash had like an old typewriter that she had from her grandparents you know like, there's all these like old cool stuff that our grandparents have that if they had just thrown away and ended up in a landfill somewhere we the future generations would never have had the opportunity to find these things and to find enjoyment from them and to just be able to kind of marvel at them and to look at them and things like that so that's sort of why i like to hold on to things whether that be like old tech products or just like things like that because even though right now yes i don't really need it and it may not be that cool even you know like 10 15 20 years down the road 50 years down the road somebody might find that very very interesting after we see how technology has changed and evolved and things like that okay except that one of the things was a really old ipad that we've had for a really long time and if you kept that and our future great-grandchildren stumbled upon it, they probably would never get it to work because it probably will never turn on. Right. So that's part of was part of my logic that kind of helped me to justify being able to do this is that yes, the problem with the technology stuff is yeah, you have to be able to turn it on and power it on and like the and that kind of thing. But even just the form factor of it, I think will be interesting in fifty years when all of our books and apps and everything are just like laser laser engraved like on our eyeballs and we just see everything like we (laughs) don't have computers or screens or physical things it's all just happening inside of our brains and our eyes anyway i sort of was just like trying to let some of the careless free free flowingness of ash just rub off on me and i I was just gonna go for it so what i ended up trading in was an old ipad which i have a new ipad 
So I had two iPads. This is what ended up happening. I have a lot of duplicates of things because I like to have redundancy and I like to have like uh, I am just extras. So glad that the world is whatever. listening. So I had an old iPad, which I have a newer iPad. So I got rid of the old iPad. We had two Apple TVs, one that we have just hooked up to our TV and one that we used when we went and traveled, but we weren't really using it very often. And I was like, okay, we can do that. And then an old, old camera that I was the first camera I ever bought when I started my business. So that one was a little harder to, to let go, but I ended up trading it all in. I got a gift card and I used the gift card to buy the thing that I wanted to buy. So it all You're not going to tell the people what you bought? I wanted to buy a special mouse. It's a gaming mouse. I will say that is the downfall of the whole story. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about using the money to buy something else, but like that's what I wanted and that's my resourcefulness. And what's funny is I kind of want to tell this story in the podcast too. This resourcefulness of mine dates back to when I was a, a very small child, Ash. My gosh. Some may call it swindling. Some may call it resourcefulness. You call it whatever you want, but I have been cutting deals to get the things that I want in my life. Since I was literally okay. a very small child. I almost wonder, shall we explore this on a deeper level? Is this a healthy Tyler yes, or is this I the unhealthy Tyler? I think it's just Tyler? very resourceful and very wise of me at a young age. When I was really, really little and I was still had a pacifier, my parents wanted me to get rid of the pacifier, you know, as most children get to an age where they have to get rid of their pacifier. And, you know, I guess most children would just give it up freely or, I don't they know, for an ice cream to. or something like that. Yeah, they wouldn't have a choice. I cut a deal with my parents and I said, if you buy me the super soaker that I want, I will give you my pacifier. So my parents bought me the super soaker, which probably was like $10. Like it wasn't like a fancy super soaker or anything like that. It was just a super soaker that I wanted. They handed me the super soaker. I handed them my pacifier and that's all she wrote. And that began a pattern in my life of (laughs) finding unique and creative ways to make trades and negotiations to get certain things in life. I just see it as you have a lot of stuff that you don't need or use or actually even care about lying around. And I feel like being a good steward is realizing that you can let go. Yeah. It's what the Lord would want. Is like sort of sad that that stuff is gone. But at the same time, like I probably won't really ever care about it. That's true. I have had those things for a long time. But I wasn't really using them, et cetera, et cetera. So, anyways. Anyways. So, yeah, that was the highlight of Ty's week. Highlight of my week, but also the low light because I felt kind of like I betrayed my own principle of (laughs) keeping tech things for. Well, you made your wife really proud. For a measly mouse, but it was a really nice, fancy mouse. So, Mm. there's that. Ash, are you proud of me? I am very proud. Good. Let's see if we can continue to replicate. We're still trying to get your closet cleaned out. Yeah, that's the next That's the next one. I just need to get into that mood. And then the thing is, I also can't think about it too hard. I just need to pull the trigger. Like when I have the compulsion to do it, I need to just do it and then not think about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on that. That's all I have to say about that. Let's move on to the next one. Cue the music. Dear Candy, I don't know if it's pregnancy or just becoming an adult, but I really don't enjoy you all that much anymore. It's actually made me wonder if we'll give our kids candy in their Easter baskets or Christmas stockings, or if we'll just stick with the practical stuff. I've never been a big candy fan. I know. You only like nerds. I'm not like a sweets kind of person. Well, no, I mean, okay, I like like nerds. Uh, (laughs) Why'd you laugh? 
because I've gotten nerds in my Christmas stocking from my mother for the last, I don't know, probably 15 to 20 years. It's been a long time because I do like nerds. I don't like, I don't, okay. As I've gotten older, okay, I've actually wait, liked, you know cho- started really to like chocolate more. Ty, you know what's really funny? What? I think probably for the past four years, those nerds, I've always ended up eating them. Yes, I know. Okay, so here's what happens. Every year for both like Halloween, right? We go get all this Halloween candy. And you know, you just, when you're a kid, you want to get as much candy as possible. And then I never eat any of it. I didn't care about eating it. I just wanted to get as much as possible. And then I would never eat it. It would go in the freezer and then my mom would like give it to people or like we'd do something <laughs> with it. We would never eat it. And then the same thing for Christmas. Every year in my stocking, I would get a bunch of stuff and usually like candy and all sorts of like i don't know sugary treats and i would hardly ever i mean sometimes i'd eat them i guess but like a lot of times like i literally i would (laughs) i remember one time i opened up my drawer of my desk in my room when i was growing up and i had nerds they were like halloween nerds and valentine's day nerds and christmas (laughs) nerds and like all these different nerds in there and it's i do actually like nerds i just never ate them but you love candy okay but okay here's what i think is actually happened to me. So I like the idea of candy. Really, pregnancy? <laughs> well, okay, what is, what is the idea of candy that you like, Ash? <laughs> like, when we went to get a red box yesterday, I had a moment where I was literally thinking, I'm going to ask Ty to go in and buy me whatever candy. And then I said, no, I don't want that. Here's I really can't decipher if it's pregnancy or if it's just the knowledge of candy. Because I'm like way more aware of sugar intake, which I've become more aware of sugar intake becoming pregnant. But I've always kind of, as an adult, been more cognizant of healthy eating and living. So I don't know. I've just been thinking a lot about, man, I think Easter yesterday like triggered it for me, like seeing all the kids with their Easter baskets and candy in their Easter baskets or not having candy. And it made me think like, Man, are we going to give candy to our kids? Mm, I mean, I feel like when they get to a certain age, I mean, kids love candy. That's just sort of like how it goes normally. But I don't know. I mean, I personally would rather have a bag of chips. Like if you said, would you rather have the any kind of candy or any kind of bag of chips? I would 100,000% pick the chips. Okay, but like 99% in, my, of the in time. my Easter basket or in my Christmas stocking, I'm a hundred percent more practical. Like if you can just give me practical things, like whether the children be- aren't practical, Ash, you're an adult. <laughs> but I think they will appreciate the practicality. You think practical a three-year-old, a two-year-old yes, is going to appreciate they will be the our- practicality? Yeah, because they will be our <laughs> offspring. And I have this in my blood. I'm convinced. Uh, but when you were little. Yeah, I really didn't care about candy. I mean, neither did I. Maybe. Maybe our kids won't care about candy okay, so either. How do we or pass- we're going to have the opposite problem and our kids are going to be obsessed with candy <laughs> no. and we're just going no, to figure not. it out. How do we pass along this request to our families so that they don't give our kids candy? I think all of our parents listen to the podcast. So parents out there listening, grandparents, don't give our, don't kids, give our kids candy. <laughs> Please. I, lo- I think that, I don't know about your parents, but my parents have think it's going to be really funny to like sugar them all up and then send them back because i feel like that happened to them a couple times with Ty, us growing that makes up. me want to weep <laughs> like it literally i could cry about it i do think it's funny like how parents always talk about that they're like oh my kid's on such a sugar high oh they're bouncing off the walls because they had so much sugar whereas like i never really think about that like oh my in, gosh. in that way it's real when i, I nannied it was awful it must affect kids in different ways obviously because they're so little like it probably affects their bodies more but oh my gosh it was i don't awful. know i have to figure out how to remember that but there's what's crazy I can that even notice there's a, a sugar in- epidemic in America. There's all these documentaries about how there's sugar in everything. Like they put sugar yeah. in bread and sugar in like obviously cereal and all these things. 
even stuff that you wouldn't normally think has sugar in it to make it more addictive and make it taste better so that you'll eat more of yeah. it and stuff like that so it's the red dye 40 that's in it i can honestly if i eat candy i can like okay so yesterday i had jelly beans but they were organic <laughs> this sounds so bougie they were organic and they were made with fruit juice not necessarily like red dye 40 and like all those things and so i felt fine eating them but mm. if i had eaten like for example when we were at the goshen house a couple weeks ago i also had jelly beans but they had red dye 40 in it and i felt like terrible i could feel the difference in my body so you can only imagine what little people who are like 30 pounds, 40 pounds, what they must feel like inside when they eat all that. I mean, I can remember feeling yeah. like that. I don't know. I mean, if we never had candy in the house, I would never complain. Because even when we have candy, I don't really eat it. Yeah, that's true. Every now and well, again. The other day, I bought a piece of candy for the first time in my whole life because this No, guy, not the first time in your whole life. Okay. For recent. First time in a long time yes because this guy i follow on twitch was having was being sponsored by reese's this week so he was talking about reese's a lot and then i went to the grocery store and i saw reese's and i was like dang it they got me Gotta they tricked it. me with their advertising but i'd rather have cheetos in my stocking yeah santa are you listening <laughs> cheetos in my stocking cheetos fritos doritos any of the Eatos, bring it on <laughs> i'll eat that for sure okay no more candy talk. It's getting, making everybody hungry probably out there who actually likes candy. Let's move on. Cue the music. Dear Ash, after what feels like weeks of visitors, some furry and some not, it feels nice slash weird to be just the two of us again here in Fireside Drive. It's crazy to think that someday soon, it'll never be just the two of us ever again. Okay, well, at least for 18 years when the kid goes to college, if college still exists in 18 years. Anyway, we should soak up all these remaining times that we have, just the two of us, while we still can. <laughs> okay, you know what's funny, though, is if we have more than one kid, that 18 years gets multiplied. Okay, not multiplied, but it gets extended, yes. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yes. Okay, 18 or so years. It is also funny to think, like, will college exist in 18 years? That is funny. What I think is really funny is that, like, I know everyone gives our generation a hard time about, like, never leaving home and moving home after they go to college and stuff like that. But I just think about those parents that when they were about to have kids, they're like, oh, you know, 18 years from now, our kids are going to leave and they're never going to come back. I don't know if they were, like, looking forward to that or if they were sad about that. But now... They got kids living in their basement until they're like 35. <laughs> Can you imagine if our kid lives in our basement until they're 35? No, because one, we don't have a basement. And okay, two, well, I don't think we'd let that happen. I don't know. If a kid needed somewhere to live and they were going to make him live on the streets. I guess it is hard to think about. College may not exist in I know they might years. have to live in our basement because college won't exist. I don't know what they're going to do. I don't know. Maybe they'll just have to be a little entrepreneur or something. I was thinking the other day about when my sister left and it was just the two of us. I did start to think like, man, this might be our last however many days before we're never alone again. Yeah. And it does feel weird. I mean, it, not weird. It's just funny because it does feel like there's been people here forever, like for the <laughs> last forever. If it, it hasn't really been that long, it's only probably been like a couple weeks, like two or three where yeah. there's been like a little bit of in and out with somebody being here. But it is funny. Although, although Huck is gone his physically he has left he will never be forgotten because his <laughs> hair lives on in the house for literally six months after he leaves amber said she took him out of the car on saturday when they got home and her and brandon like got on either side of him and brushed him he literally looks like he got a haircut there was a ginormous pile of dog hair well ash took him to the dog park the other day 
and thought it would be a good idea to give him a bath when she brought him home which no that wasn't that was he went remember we went for a walk and it was raining and you met us with the umbrella that was the day okay well whatever so she gave him a bath and apparently when you give dogs baths it makes them shed even worse so then he got out of the bath and then he went from being like a semi-wet dog to like a fully wet dog yeah and then he was shedding like crazy that might not have been my best idea yeah we tried to cover the couch in such things like that with like blankets and stuff so because that, he won't not get on it like yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. an option yeah once he got up there once it was game over for that but he was like sleeping in our bed and stuff but so i've never been more excited in my entire life to vacuum a room <laughs> as i was when we washed all the sheets in our room like literally everything uh and then we vacuumed the entire room and i was so excited i was like giddy to go up there and <laughs> to vacuum it and get all the hair out and stuff like that. So if you have a dog out there who sheds, I'm sure your dog is a wonderful, lovely animal and probably deserves all the love in the world, but it's rough. It's rough. We, we can never get a dog that sheds like that. And we love having Huck here. And like, I don't want people to think that like, Oh, you hate having him around. Like, no, it's great having him here. Like, like Ty actually got a little sad when he left. Yeah. I like having, I like animals. I love all and Ty is the most, he coerces Huck the most to get in bed with us. Yeah, I think that that's fun. I have no problems with that. I just, yeah, the whole shedding thing, it's not his fault, but it's... It's not his fault. It's rough. It is rough out there. I've, why do I keep saying that? I've said that like five times now. I don't know, Ty. It I is, mean, people might really start to wonder if it's rough out there for you. It is rough. Ty's living small This has days. been an interesting week. So I'm going to the allergist today uh, for the first time, which we kind of talked a little about last week. But when I called to make an appointment, they told me that I had to stop taking my allergy medicine and that's basically like a death sentence for me so (laughs) and then i had to mow the lawn yesterday because it was a jungle out there and it was embarrassing because our neighbor asked if he could (laughs) mow the lawn for us and that's when i was like it's too much yeah so i had to make something i was trying to wait until i went to allergies because i can't take my medicine so if i had to mow the lawn which obviously like stirs up all the pollen and stuff it's been rough so i i did that and yeah it's it's just been rough. It's been a rough week. No allergy medicine. My back is all jacked up. Ash's back is all jacked up. We're going to talk about that in two seconds. Uh, my shoulder. I've been sneezing. It's just... We're falling apart. We're surviving out here. The and all we're trying to do apart. is having a baby. And we're falling apart. I'm not apart. even having a baby. <laughs> oh, gosh. Speaking of back pain, let's move on to that. All right, Ash. Let's go on to the last deer. No, Cue not, the not the last. The second to last deer. <laughs> Cue the music. Dear Ty, I still feel like we're on house arrest. You've been the best at anticipating my needs and taking such good care of me, especially when I can barely walk at all because of the awful back pain slash sciatic nerve pain. I can't wait for our waiting to be over because I really can't wait to see you as a daddy to our baby. Lulz, it's been rough. (laughs) (laughs) You can't keep saying that. Guys, What's really funny, what's really funny is that, okay, so Ash... Yeah, has been having really, really bad back pain from obviously from being pregnant. Since last Wednesday. I have been having really bad back pain from sneezing so much. <laughs> <laughs> I've had such bad allergies that a couple weeks ago I sneezed really hard and like I just thought I pulled a muscle on my back. I've been going to physical therapy for my neck and my shoulder and I asked them about my back and they said that my SI joint is all locked up and like all out of whack and all this stuff. So it's like right in my lower back, but it's in the exact same spot pretty much that Ash's back hurts. So when we're walking together and like doing things <laughs> together or like anybody sees like trying to get in and out of the car, 
that is the exact spot where my back like really really hurts if i just get it's like for me it's just it's different than ashes because it's at a very specific angle if i bend get to a certain point at the grocery store last week i tried i had these two gallons of water in one hand and i went to set them in the back of the car and somebody probably it looked like i got shot like i (laughs) it hurt so bad that my whole body like spasmed just because it was i hit that perfect spot where it just hurts really bad so I'm out there like hobbling along, like trying to make it happen, which obviously my pain I'm sure is nothing compared to Ash's, but then Ash literally can barely walk. So she's, she's going to talk about that. But like we are, it's, it, it's we are must just, think there's something wrong with us. Like what is happening in their life? Ooh, it's been rough. Oh my gosh. I just. <laughs> it's the only way to describe this week. Guys, it's, that is, that's the only way I know. We probably sound like broken records, but it has been um situation upon situation i we went to the doctor last thursday and i wheeled myself in there on my two feet literally at the pace of a snail and i got up on the bed and she walked in our doctor walked into the room and i said dr c if it is not happening someone just needs to take me out in a wheelbarrow and dump me in the ditch i mean you can't say that (laughs) It is so painful. These are the things that I've never heard okay, people. I but I don't think at the thing last week, at the doctor last week, your back didn't hurt as bad. It it's wasn't gotten as way bad. worse. It's so the problem day. is we didn't get to really ask her about it right. as much. You were just having lots of like, like cramping and like pains and stuff like that. Well, so you I'm were thinking it felt pain. like yeah, yeah, but it wasn't right. It, every single day the back pain has gotten progressively worse. So yesterday, for example. Ty had to be at church like super early to help film. And he said like my back had been hurting progressively worse. So the night before he was, he said, are you going to come? And I said, well, if I come, I'm going to have to drive myself. It's like downtown. It's like 20 minutes from our house. I have to park in the garage. I have to walk from the garage to the theater, like by myself. Cause we were at a different location than our normal church. I just cannot visualize doing that by myself i couldn't visualize it either but okay this is how slow ash has been moving which not her fault but like i believe she's really in a lot of pain by the time she gets up to go to the bathroom (laughs) gets to the bathroom and comes back she has to go to the bathroom again like that's how slow the process has become it is so terrible i when we went finally ty came home yesterday from church and i had literally gotten myself out of bed i actually slept really well saturday night um her body is is so afraid to be awake it just wants to stay asleep (laughs) it's like no no just stay asleep i don't want to feel the pain anymore oh gosh it's awful i finally got out of bed at 9 30 i came downstairs and i ate some breakfast i got on the couch i fell asleep which i couldn't believe because i slept so well like my sleep app is like was she breathing like that's how good i was like in deep how deep i was in sleep I fell asleep. I woke up to my sister calling me or something. No, 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 no. I woke up to my sister calling me the first time. Second time I woke up because I don't know why, but I just did. So I watched the service on TV at the end of the service. I just started bawling, crying, bawling my face off. I may help myself get up the stairs, which literally looks like I take one stair at a time. It takes me at least 15 minutes to get up the stairs. It's ridiculous. I get into the bed and I'm like, I'm just going to lay here until Ty calls and then Ty calls. And as soon as I heard his voice, I started burst into tears and I'm like, you, we've, I've got to do something. I can't lay in this bed all day long. So I think the hard, the hardest part of it is like now it's starting to become a mental thing. And like, that is where it's 
becoming debilitating. So I told Ty we had to get out of the house. So we went to lunch. I think I ate the most food I've eaten in weeks. I don't even know. We were going to go walk around. Oh, man. No. But then we were like, I was like, no, no, no. We, we're we're going to, the baby will be born before we get back. That's, that's not a good idea. It took us 10 minutes to get from the car to the thing. The poor girl was like trying to seat us. And I told her, she's like, oh, right this way. And she started walking. And I was like, uh-oh. She like wasn't paying attention. <laughs> she, she wasn't paying attention. No, she was just walking at a normal pace. But like, actually, literally has to like take one step. And then shuffle, and then one step and shuffle. Awful. So she looked at me. She's like, "Just go." So I had to follow the girl to find the table, so she didn't like leave us in the dust. <laughs> and then Ash eventually caught up with us. Oh gosh, it's so terrible. And then we finally got home, and something about getting out of the car that last time did me in. I just started crying. <laughs> Called my mom, who's laying on the beach in Florida, and I'm like weeping, and she's like, "You need to call the doctor." And I'm like mom it's sunday i can't go to the doctor oh man it's terrible we have a friend uh at church who has five kids and she is a doula so when i saw her at church i was asking her i said i kind of told her what's going on with ash and i asked if she had any advice or like any tips or anything just to make it better and she said well unfortunately the like snobby birth professional answer is she just has to have the baby and when she has the baby it'll all be gone like instantly she's like but until then there's really not a lot you can do to it but she did suggest that we go to this chiropractor who is like a pregnancy chiropractor specialist or whatever and she said that when she had the same sort of thing like the really bad back problems with one of her kids that she went there and every time she went there she felt like a completely new person so ashley's gonna call the chiropractor she's gonna see what she can do about that and hopefully that'll give her some sort of a relief but it is one of those things that the other thing that she did say is that she said it is normal like there's nothing wrong like it's not a bad thing to have that like it just happens to certain people for certain reasons or whatever so it was encouraging to hear that it's like because yeah her mom was like call the doctor maybe there's something wrong maybe this is bad but i think it is more common than not it just stinks because there's nothing we can do about it. like i'm doing my best to try and help and like put pressure on it and like not even massage it but just like literally press on it as hard as Just i can hold it and we have like a heat thing a microwavable heat thing that we've been using and oh we've been trying all these different things but it's just it's hard and i wish i could help more do more to fix it but i can't you've done great ty thanks i'm doing my best you just got to keep talking to the baby and tell it to come out yeah she keeps telling me that like that's gonna make ty, a difference. i swear last night when you talked to the baby it moved it felt like it flipped over and i literally thought to myself he healed me <laughs> sounds like a coincidence to me but but i'm not healed it's i'm not a doctor what do i know all righty last one cue the music dear baby harrington please stop torturing your mother you've been so kind and cooperative up to this point if you're sick of being in there just come on out whatever you do just do it gently yes please amen and wrap it up that's the end <laughs> Because it's been rough. <laughs> <laughs> the baby, I mean, and again, it's funny because like Ash keeps saying like, I think the baby is pushing on my spine or which I don't think has anything to do with it. But, and it's not the baby's fault. The baby, it's, I shouldn't say that. Baby, it's not your fault. Baby Harrington. But you can come out if you want to. Just gently. Yeah, I know. And I think everyone thinks it's annoying that I talk about it as much. Like, because we are, are not near our due date, but. I just have to say, it's been rough. And we've talked about it before. Like, it's just hard because you just don't know. Like, you just don't know until it happens and everybody's different. And even every pregnancy is different. Like, even the same mom will have different pregnancies each time. You know, it's never 
the same. It's never cut and dry. You never know what you're going to get. So we out here, we surviving. We still podcasting. Y'all send up all the prayers that when you listen to this, I am in labor and this baby is coming our side. Yeah. Like that is my biggest prayer this upcoming week is that the baby will come. Not on my birthday. Yeah. But the problem is come. we have lots of like dates coming up that are like no no dates. Like you're not allowed to be born on this date kind of situation. Listen, so. I don't even care at this point. I literally do not care. It can just happen. This baby can just be born. If it's on my birthday, we might have to have a little cry sesh. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that'd be my life a lot easier. That'd be one less date in but my life. Remember, remember, but remember, what did you promise me? Tell the people. That your birthday would always be special. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, you just have you get the first half of the day, the baby gets the second half of the day. Okay. Or we can just tell the baby it's a different birthday. They'll never know. I feel like that's the start of like a <laughs> problem. Like they're going to be going good to date therapy. Line. Good date the, line thing. <laughs> the rest of their life. Yeah. I mean, how do we know? I don't know when I was born. I wasn't there. I mean, sure, I have a birth certificate, but I didn't check that until I was, I don't know, when I even, the first time I ever looked at my birth certificate. How old do you think you were the first time you laid eyes on your birth certificate and understood what it was? It was in my baby book. So I remember looking at it. Oh, okay. Well, I don't think I ever looked at my birth certificate and I don't know why you would. So someone could have told me my birthday was on January 1st. And I would have believed him. Maybe we'll use that tactic. Oh my gosh. It's the same thing as um, buying the name brand cereal one time and using the box and then just stuffing it with the generic cereal. Oh That's a plan I have for some someday later in my life. What? No. Yeah. No. And they think they got the ti- Tony the Tiger, but they really got great value for oh flakes. Gosh. We don't even shop at Walmart. So. <laughs> well, okay, whatever. I just, that was the first thing that came to my mind. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Thanks anyway, for we sticking. Don't, we don't really have anything to say about yeah. the baby because we're just praying it Nothing comes. really has changed. Like the nursery is still done. It's just kind of sitting waiting. Everything is kind of just in limbo. I did buy a new camera though. That's true. To take to the hospital and use for weddings. Yeah. But I bought it a little earlier than I need it for our wedding next month because. Just in case the baby comes. Just in comes. case we're going to take it to the hospital. So I said, if I buy it, maybe the baby will come. Ooh, baby, do you hear that? Yeah, baby, come on out. Come on down. Come on down the pipes. We're waiting. Okay, so that's all we have as far as deers go. Ash, is there anything else in our life that we need to discuss or have a little chit-chat with the world about? No. We are mopey mopes these days. (laughs) I feel like we need to cut this off. Y'all just pray for us. That's all we need. All the prayers. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yes. Okay, well, hopefully you guys all enjoyed this. Um rough edition of dear <laughs> monday this um, is the realest of our we real do, life we do really like doing this it is really fun and like i said we really do appreciate your feedback and it is just a good opportunity for us to be able to reflect and share with you guys a little bit more about our weeks and we've been a little bit absent on social media and stuff just because again we do sort of feel like our whole life is in limbo and we don't really know what's up from down these days and i know i know it's only going to get worse when the baby actually shows up and comes but Regardless, this is just a fun way for us, a good outlet for us to be able to share with you guys and keep you up to date with what's going on. And we know that there's people out there who appreciate it and we appreciate you for appreciating it. So thanks for listening. Ash, do you have anything else to say? Have a not rough day. (laughs) Yes. Have a smooth day. Is that the opposite of rough? Smooth? Mm, I guess so. Have a smooth day, everybody. This has been Ty. And Ash. And we'll see you in the next one. Bye.